0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A.
1: Southern Miss to the top. top. You're tuned in to the Eagle
2: Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson. We're broadcasting from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg this afternoon. Always our thanks to First Bank for their studio sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us wherever you're tuned in across the state this afternoon or online Welcome to the show, opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. We talk about them every day, but we love the guys down there, and we love the food. They cook it seven days a week. It's always fresh. It's always delicious. They can cater any event that you might have upcoming. So if you've got a Super Bowl get-together perhaps uh, coming up this Sunday, it's not too late to call Dickey's here in Hattiesburg, and uh, they can set up catering just for you. All right, Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation joining the show a little later. Kelly Santa as well, but we're going to kick off today. Uh, with another one of our new football coaches. Caden Cochran is the new tight end coach uh, for Coach Will Hall and the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. And uh, Coach Cochran, a pleasure to have you on the Eagle Hour.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on.
2: Oh, yeah. Before we get started with football, interesting, uh, well, fascinating thing that I learned about you, I asked you about right before we went on the air. But you were the quarterback for Valdosta State in 2012 when you won the national championship. And if that wasn't enough, your wife was on the softball team in 2012, Ed Valdosta State, that won the national championship. So 2012, a pretty good year for you guys.
3: Yes, sir, it was. It was pretty solid, yeah. She played third base for them, was a really good player, and uh, she she, – Showed a lot of toughness, and this is the, uh, the main thing I like about her. So she's she's tough as nails, and yeah, twenty twelve was a good year.
2: You know, we got a, a local business owner here owns the Krispy Kreme Donuts that was on a national championship team at Delta State, and uh, okay. he, he he talks about what just an unforgettable ride that was. I'm sure same story with you at Valdosta.
3: Yes, sir. It was uh, it was unforgettable because we started. So we started we started off terrible. We started off two and two. Um, and then kind of had a, had a players-only meeting, the ones that you guys hear about, players having, and kind of uh, get our butts in check and get to moving in the right direction and take care of things one day at a time. And uh, we ended up pulling through and winning 10 straight games. So, yeah, it was, it was a fun ride for sure.
2: No question. Well, now here you are at Southern Miss. You're the new tight ends coach. How, how, did, how did the road lead you to Hattiesburg, Coach?
3: Uh, well, I first met Coach Hall when I was a player at Vodossa State. Of course, he was the head coach at West Alabama at the time. Um, I always made a point to go shake his hand after games. I respected the guy so much on how his players played. He always had guys ready to go. They had a for him out there. I hated playing West Alabama. As fun as it was, those games we played against each other, um, I always made sure I shook his hand, and we kind of cultivated a relationship just through that. When he got the West Georgia job, I was trying to find a GA job right out of college. I sent him a message, and he told me he didn't have any openings, well, one year later, he has an opening come open and, and I'm able to join him at West Georgia, work for him for two years there. And, and throughout, uh, throughout the years, I've always stayed in touch with him, asked him, picked his brain offensively. Um, you know, quarterback stuff, wide receiver stuff, learning different defenses, the way that the defenses are evolving now. He's on the front end of it. And, uh, we, we just kind of. Have always had a good relationship with that great respect that I have for him. So,
2: Coach, what would you tell Southern Miss fans around the state listening this afternoon about the new head football coach?
3: Oh my gosh, you're, you're going its going to be hard pressed to find a guy that's more fun to watch. Um, build this program. It, when people say build a program, it sounds like something that's going to be. You know, an all day, all night. You know, get get up, grind until seven p.m., and go and go and go. And man, Coach Hall, his system is so simple and so easy to learn. And he is he is a project positive energy guy throughout the entire process. Um, we're building this thing. We're building it, and we're doing it in, in a fun way where we will win games. Um, and, and I know he's opening up practice to people. You guys will see the most energetic guy that I, uh, it's the most energetic guy I've come across. Um, and, and, and it's a fun deal he knows you know he, he knows kids by their first name he tries to impact them in a positive way and man that means a lot to kids and I think that helps build in itself um, when you build that relationship and build that trust and uh, you're, you're going to see a guy who who is offensively the, the greatest mind I've been around and uh, energetic I mean it's it's, it's going to be fun it's going to be a lot of fun here
2: at southern mess. All right Luke get it here with coach Caden Cochran.
0: Coach Cochran, um, you so many guys on this staff coach together. Uh, you know they come from. I guess now we might call the Will Hall tree. Hopefully that will yes, continue to blossom across the country. You know when you guys were uh, together, you know um, five years ago or whenever it, around the office, do you ever just kind of chew the fat about, hey guys, one day we're going to do this on the D one level, and then you pinch yourself and you know in two thousand twenty one it's actually happening.
3: Oh yeah, all the time, man, all the time we talk about you know, hey, one day when we're at this level, man, we won't have to, you know, maybe, maybe deal with this so much or, you know, it's one thing or another, but yeah, it's a, it's been crazy how it's worked out, Um, you know, and a lot of us have made it to this level because of what we learned going through that process. I know Coach Hall, you know, I'm only 30 years old, so Coach Hall had a way longer road than I did, Um, and he had to, you know, go through a lot of trial and error, and um, but that's why he likes guys that, that spent time at that level because they're, you are thrown in the fire and you've got to deal with academics, you've got to deal with community service, you've got to deal with the weight room sometimes and the equipment room, and you're kind of wearing a lot of hats. So, I, you know, he loves hiring guys like that, that that have done that, worked through that, found ways to still succeed on the field when you're worried about so many things off. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of fun, man. Yeah, I find myself pinching myself every day. I walk into the rock. It's awesome. I, we uh, we are absolutely
0: most, fired up most of our listeners uh, are relieved to hear you say that you're 30 um, because uh, some people <laughs> thought you were actually 20 coach with that boyish uh, biopic no we're we're excited about the uh, the the young Philosophy, man, we love it. Coaching tight ends and get your our listeners some info, you know, about this offense. It's a power spread. Coach Hall has said that, and it's really unique from the tight end position. A lot of times in the spread game now, you don't see tight ends utilize. I mean, uh, Coach Hall was running twelve personnel. Sometimes he ran thirteen personnel. A few times he ran like twenty three personnel. Yes, I mean, it was the tight ends are used a lot in this offense.
3: Oh yeah, no question. And from a coaching standpoint, I love coaching them because. They're the only position on offense, other than the quarterback, that's got to know literally everything. They've got to know the run schemes. They've got to know pass protection schemes. They've got to know routes and depths and timings of routes. Um, and man, yeah, we're we're a full go tight end offense, and 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 we've got great tight ends that are here, man. I mean, you look, you you go down the list. on Driver, who's had success here. Cole Cavallo, who I know played a lot last year. You got Luke Baker, Ray Ladner, Grayson Gunner, who played as well. Jacob Prince. I mean, we got guys sellers that that, that are. That, that have that body that size that look like a tight end when they walk in the room but that are very versatile as far as what they can do on the field and uh and, and yeah it's 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 really fun in this offense for a tight end you know
2: yeah coach spring football is not far off uh, at all it's surprising yes, how sir. close it is i i guess uh with the new staff here and no spring last year, but particularly with the new staff here this spring uh football session is going to be more important than average is that Fair to say?
3: I would say so, yes. And for for the, you know, when you talk about just our side of it from coaches, we're talking football all morning, and we're making sure that what we are all speaking the same language in the staff rooms before we bring it into the position rooms because we've all got to speak the same language here, Southern Miss. We've all got to be on the same page. We've all got to make the same calls. The techniques have got to be exactly the same. They've got to be how Coach Hall wants them. And uh, so – I would say that part is more important, but man, once you get those kids into the meeting room and when you get to carry it onto the field and go through walkthroughs and practice, that's what it's all about. You know, that's what, and these kids are at this level. They're smart kids and they learn and pick up things. We try to make it as simple as possible for them. So there's not a whole lot of thinking. There's just more doing. There's more go, go, go. So, um, I would say it's, 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 it's probably more important for us on the coaching side to make sure we're all speaking the same language. And I'm learning that tight end position how coach Hall wants it taught. So I can teach it the right way, you know. Right. Those kids, man, kids are resilient. You know, you know how they they learn and pick up fast,
2: right? Your impressions of Hattiesburg, coach, uh, for you and your wife. Now that you're here,
3: oh man, I love it. I love it. I, I'm from a, I'm from a small town in Oklahoma. I had 28 kids in my graduating class. Hattiesburg is probably the biggest city I've ever lived in. My wife is from Lee <laughs> County, South Georgia. She has not lived in, a, in as big a city as Hattiesburg either, so it's huge to us. We love it. I just came from Emporia State University in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, and I'm glad to have some fast food places around me where I can go, I can, I can go crush it and, and get back into work during lunch, you know, stuff like that. So, man, we love it. Everybody's been great. It's uh, Southern Hospitality as it's, at its finest, and, uh, man, we're we are fired up to be here in every way. i got two little girls. I'm excited to raise them in Hattiesburg. I'm excited for them to go to school here in a couple of years when they get old enough and, and man we're, we are so fired up
2: Well, i being an oklahoma and kansas type guy let me tell you just south of here's a thing called the gulf of mexico we think you'll like it a lot too
3: <laughs> yes sir yes sir going to the beach my senior year of high school was a really really big thing for me you know but you, you get to talking to my wife's family and they're like that's you just went one time, you know, like it's
0: just, it's, it's crazy, but yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love it, man. Love it.
2: Coach, thanks for coming on the show. Welcome to Hattiesburg. Welcome to Southern Miss. Uh, we're really glad to have you and and hope that we can talk to you again real soon.
3: Yes, sir. Sounds good. I appreciate you guys having me on and have a good one.
2: Cocker Cochran, everybody. The new tight end coach for the University of Southern Mississippi, the youth movement uh, in Southern Miss football has taken hold and you can, uh, You can sense the excitement and the energy. We can't wait. We'll be right back.
1: To the Eagle Hour, the Eagle Hour, Southern
2: Miss to the top. Hey, many thanks to our new tight end coach, Caden Cochran, for joining us. Uh, The the youth movement, the enthusiasm, the energy just electric around the football program right now and uh, largely due to young men like this. This segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. What a great place to go buy Southern Miss apparel for every occasion uh, you can do it at Campus Bookmart on Hardy Street six days a week, or you can go online to campusbookmart.net, and we thank them for their support of the show. All right, let's let's uh, let's take a turn over to Jones County, get our buddy Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation uh, on the Eagle Hour. And, uh, Heath, you were just telling me uh, off air that you just uh, got to take a look uh, down in Ruston at the new Love Shack baseball facility down there uh, Talk to us about that, and then let's talk about Southern Miss baseball for a second. Your impressions of the new uh, site of the tournament this coming year?
4: Uh got to go down there this weekend. Uh, went to watch Southern Miss uh, La Tech basketball game, and uh, if anybody doesn't know La Tech, all their sporting facilities are right there by each other. So, uh, got to drive by it. Let me just tell y'all, it is absolutely nice. It is. Uh, a lot bigger than the old love shack. So, 22 million, it gets you a lot when it comes to building a baseball field. Didn't get to see inside of it. Of course, it was kind of bad weather, but drove by it. I did post some pictures on uh, Big Gold Nation Twitter. And I'm telling y'all, it's extremely nice. I was impressed. Um, and look, the Conference USA Tournament is going to be there this year, so it'd be a lot of fun. It, it was a really nice facility, though.
2: Good, I'm glad to hear that. They've been through a lot down there and a kind of a sister school in a lot of senses uh, with Southern Miss, and so we're happy for them. Let's talk about Southern Miss baseball, Heath. We're 18 days away. Uh, I don't know that excitement has ever been any, any more uh, intense, partly because we missed so much last year, partly because of the expectations of this baseball team. But, boy, what a killer schedule was released last week.
4: Yeah, it's pretty tough, but you you think about it. This is a schedule that if Southern Miss does well in, and a lot of people feel that Southern Miss was going to have, uh, going to be a, probably one of the best team in Conference USA. It's a schedule that gets you to host the regional. That's the thing about this schedule. If you do well in conference and you do well in out of conference, this will get you to host the regional if you do extremely well. It puts you in place to host the super regional if you make it that far. So, tough, tough, tough schedule, but it's a schedule that really puts them in place for the postseason.
2: Well, Pete, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from the other two baseball programs in Mississippi because they're obviously very, very good. And Mississippi State is a standard bearer program, really, for much of the nation. But do you share my frustration every year when you see State and Ole Miss ranked in the top ten? Southern Miss is ranked, you know, 29th, 30th, some some polls even even further down. And I think we all know there's not that much difference in these baseball programs.
4: No, there's not. If you look at the series, you know, they played the past couple of years, you see that there's not a lot of difference. I think when Mississippi State it's 500, um, it's – it's just kind of frustrating because the people, I think there's more realization in the state and in maybe Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, of how good the Southern Miss baseball program is as compared to maybe outside of, of that trial state region. And it is frustrating because it does seem like every now and then Southern Miss, you know, they kind of overlook them every year, but, it's always it, – I've always thought it's better to be the hunter than to be hunted. Oh, yeah. And this is the season where Southern Miss has a chance to hunt a lot because they are a really good ball
2: team. Right, no question. Yeah, but I'm glad to hear you share my frustration. It's so aggravating. All right, Luke, yeah. get in here with Heath.
0: Heath, uh, we had Scott Berry on yesterday. Really didn't talk personnel. Just kind of talked more of the schedule and, and generally speaking. For, from a non-conference rotation in your mind, obviously Shepard and, and Powell are in there. Who's the third guy? And then for the, uh, conference series when you gotta have a fourth starter. So they're missed thankful. You know, you got, you got Hunter Stanley, you got Boyd, you got Best. Uh, Ben Etheridge looks like maybe move back to the bullpen. So you got a plethora of options in your mind. Non-conference, who's the third guy? Conference, who's the third and fourth guy?
4: Man, to be honest with you, I don't even think Coach Barry has that really set up yet. I think Hunter Stanley's going to be a, a weekend starter. I think, uh, man, it's so hard. You got Drew Boyd coming in with the lefty. You've got uh, Isaiah Rhodes, the guy that a lot of people are looking at that that could be a starter. I just there's so many options. I think they're going to have to work through that. I think you know what you're going to have with with Walker, Gabe, and then Stanley. He's moving the starter. I think you're going to see what you have with him. It seems like Scott Berry had a lot of success moving the guys from the bullpen to the starting rotation. And then after that, we're just going to have to see. Uh, I don't know if anybody's really separated themselves yet. Maybe a Ben Etheridge, a guy like that, is going to do a lot of pitching. Tanner Hall, I, I don't know. We're just gonna have to wait to see Ryan lock being in the bullpen's gonna be nice on the back end, sweetie on in the bullpen. A guy to think about that uh maybe could do some starting for you midweek is a Cody Carroll is coming back off the shoulder surgery, but has pitched well for Southern Miss in the past. And you're off that's a guy who could start a uh, weekend or midweek. So he's got plenty of options there. The depth at pitching, it's gonna be it's great to have depth, but then you don't it's never great to have so much depth that you don't know who you're going to start. So I think that's something in the first two or three weeks they're going to have to work their way through.
0: You know, looking at um, some of the, the spots, we basically know what the infield's like. I, I think uh, Sargent may be a guy that plays at first, Trimble in center, uh, Montenegro in left. Is, is this Slade Wilkes' job in right field and the freshman, you know, power phenom? Is he going to see everyday action? It seems
4: like it because everybody's talking about just how special he is at the plate, and just to watch him in batting practice. I believe so. I think uh, he had he has pop to the belt along a uh, uh, pop to the lineup along with it was Something they didn't have last year. Uh, of course, you're losing Gidry, but I think these two guys have more power than Gidry each. I think it just adds more depth to a lineup that we saw last year that could score and move the ball, the small ball, you put those two guys in place and you got some hard-run hitters to, to go behind them or some guys who can drive the ball deep in the gap. I don't know if anybody could stop that offense. It's going to take a special pitcher to stop the Southern Miss offense at that point.
0: Do you also think uh, what makes Southern Miss the best team in the conference is the very fact that, that they can put four starters out for a four-game series. I mean, I remember when they Johnny Holstaff, some teams in the conference have to Johnny Holstaff on Sunday. We, we've we typically had to do that, you know, in a midweek game. And also, does the lack of midweek games, and I mean that in a positive way, uh, th- does that basically allow you to load up on the weekends pitching-wise?
4: Sure. I actually talked to Scott Berry about this very thing last week, and I asked him, I said, you know, with the depth that pitching Southern Miss has, does that? How do you feel like that, that gives you an advantage in the? You know, with the conference-based season, and it's just that point. You know, he does have enough pitching where other conference schools they don't. Southern Miss is going into a four-game series, conference series, to know they can put out four, maybe five guys that can pitch well and start. Uh, conferences have a, other teams in the conference going to have a hard time putting three together. So you go into that four-game series knowing, okay, right now we've got a great chance to kind of automatically win two and we're going to, to play tough in two. That's a huge psychological advantage for this team going into those series. And then the lack of midweek games means you don't have to stress that bullpen, stress that staff anymore, And you, even if you get into a situation to where Southern Miss has to hold Johnny, as you say, Johnny host staff and team. You only do it once or twice a season. That doesn't tax your bullpen. So it's kind of a good thing where you only see so many few midweek games, and you understand why they did it. They didn't schedule like that.
0: Um, Heath, last thing. About a minute left. Uh, tomorrow is uh, kind of the culmination of. Signing day. Golden Eagles obviously did most, almost all their work in um, in December. Uh, what what can we expect tomorrow? Uh, number of kids and possible positions that'll be signed.
4: I think you're only going to have uh, Southern Miss is going to have one scholarship to give. You're going to see them sign one kid. We'll see what Coach Hall does with that. Probably on the defensive side of things. Uh, I don't think he's He's always said that he wasn't going to take from next year uh, signing class, which means, you know, pretty much what I always say, Rob Peter to pay Paul, take from numbers next year and add to this year. He's not going to do that. He's going to sign one again. It's going to be a very uneventful day for Southern Miss. The most mm-hmm. eventful time for Southern Miss signing has been in the first period. He's going to sign one guy and go from there. I don't think they're going to oversign this class like has been done in years past and, uh, thank goodness for COVID and figures coming back that he didn't have to oversign again. He's able to only sign, you know, in the teams, and I think that's going to work out for him.
2: All right, Heath, how do people join Big Gold Nation?
4: Uh, just go to uh, Google Big Gold Nation or southernmiss.rivals.com. Uh, dot com. Click on the join, sign up. It's real easy. Eight ninety nine a month. Get all the information. Uh, talk about recruiting baseball. Uh, great video on there about the baseball presser, a uh, bunch of players and Coach Barry really goes into detail of what's going on this season. So uh, join you tomorrow.
2: watch. All right, talk to you next week, Heath Hinton, Everybody, Big Gold Nation, sign up today. Stay in touch with Southern Miss Athletics. We'll be back, Kelly Center on the Eagle Hour next. Southern Miss, to the top, top. you're tuned
1: in to the Eagle Hour.
0: Appreciate Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation joining us in that second segment. You can be an insider, southernmiss.rivals.com, Big Gold Nation. Appreciate Heath's time today. And, uh, Bob, we should should mention the fact, uh, Heath wouldn't mind me saying this at all, he actually went to the Southern Miss basketball game in Ruston uh, this past weekend and that was his first Southern Miss sporting event that he's been able to attend since his surgery. Uh, you know, early last year. So, man, that's awesome, and uh, we be glad that we're going to be seeing Heath around a, a lot more at Southern Miss. So, uh, congratulations to that, Luke Johnson in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, Bob Getty in the First Bank Studios. Are no, Bob's in Hattiesburg. I'm in Laurel. It's one of those days. Wow. It's Groundhog Day, guys. The uh, the groundhog saw his shadow. I don't know if. Uh, Kelly Sander joins us on the phone. Kelly Sander, I don't know if you knew that, but, yeah, the the groundhog saw his shadow before we get to that. 4th Street Bar and Grill, and you know what they've done this week, guys, because it's Super Bowl week? They've already put out the entire menu for the week. Country fried steak, okra, and mashed potatoes and a yeast roll and a drink tomorrow. Pork chop, sweet potato casserole, and cabbage on Thursday, and then Bob Getty catfish, hush puppies, slaw, and fries. on friday all that at Fourth street barn grill in hattiesburg so kelly the groundhog saw his shadow how much yeah. do you buy into that
1: well it, it actually the, the groundhog in cincinnati saw his shadow and that means six more seasons of losing for the Bengals.
2: uh he didn't have to see a shadow for us to know that kelly
1: <laughs> go ahead bob M- mock if you will you know it's okay if you're inside the family to a crack jokes uh-huh. When an outsider like you you know crack uh-huh. jokes then, yeah. then we got issues yeah. but uh yeah well six six more weeks of winter that's exactly what everybody wanted to hear, I'm sure, but uh'm not really sure how we got the holiday uh groundhog day, but uh
0: Dr. fauci's you know. got to be happy with that right yeah
1: yeah does doesn't he have money in all these vaccines yeah, you don't know who to believe anymore on all this stuff, but right. to hear that he's you know.
2: Here's what we need to do, Sander. You told me you are about to get your vaccine shot. I've had my first one. When we've gotten our second vaccine shots, and we know we're free of this once and for all, what do you say we go down and every single day in a week we have lunch at Four Street Bar and Grill? Monday through Friday. You pay. That I pay? Yeah, Then I?
1: Well, I was going to say it was a great idea until you came up with that <laughs> suggestion. Uh, <clears throat> Of course, has has al holder had his first shot yet because he was first on the list people age hundred and older were first on the list i
2: think al's had three yeah yeah, well, I yeah. think he has <laughs> i think, I think, that's
1: about I think right. al I,
2: if if he's not fully vaccinated he's close to it and good for al i i want everybody to i want everybody to get these vaccinations so we can get out and enjoy our baseball season kelly Sanders. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and the fact that it is outdoors is going to help some. And I'm really hoping, and we've got some other things to talk about, but I I hope that in the college baseball uh, realm this year, the junior colleges actually start tomorrow. Uh, Pearl River and East Central are playing tomorrow down at at the Dub in Poplarville. But I'm hoping because it's outside, you know, they're saying 25% capacity. But I'm hoping that if they get to those numbers that they might, you know, within right. reason, just kind of turn their heads a little bit and, and wink and right, just inc- encourage people to be careful because, man, it's about time we we got some good
2: news. Things are getting better. Things that, yeah. All the trends are positive right now in Mississippi, so let's just all keep our fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, it looks like, Bob, the South Alabama football team has got a little bit more uh, Southern Miss uh, flavor to it. We, You know, Kane Womack is the new head coach in, in Mobile, and a Southern Miss graduate is going to be the – Director of Football Operations Logan Grubbs, who is the son of Glenda and Gary Grubbs of Hattiesburg. Of course, Gary Grubbs, the the actor who, who you've interviewed uh, many times, right? Um, and he and Kay Womack were buddies at, at Oak Grove High School, and then at Southern Miss. Logan is going to be the director of football ops uh, for South Alabama. There we go. So when that South Alabama Southern Miss game is that the second game of the year coming up this
0: fall? First. This is the first first one.
1: First game, okay. So, wow, that's gonna yeah. that's gonna be another sideline of all the, the Southern flavor on, on the South Alabama sideline.
2: And, and so, Gary uh, Grubb's not only a really famous and successful uh, actor, but he was a wide receiver for the Golden Eagles.
1: When yeah, when that's right. When was uh, he
2: played? He years? played right in the uh, the latter years of P.W. Underwood, I believe. Okay, yeah, he okay. played for P.W. He was he was a wide receiver and. Uh, I think a good one. I mean, I think Gary was a good athlete in his day, and really one of the nicest, most humble guys you will ever meet. To be as successful as he is, he's just a super, super guy.
1: And he's so funny because if you ever run into him, if anybody's had the opportunity to talk to him, they'll say, "Yeah, Gary, I just saw you in this movie or that TV show or whatever," and I'll say, "Oh, really?" And I said, "I said, yeah. You remember the scene where he did this?" And he says, "No." (laughs)
2: I don't, <laughs> he had not remember any of them. We'll tell you no. that. No,
1: he says, "Look, he says, look. I go in, I show up, I sit in the makeup chair, I read my lines, I say my lines, they give me a check, and I go home."
2: Right, right. <laughs> you know? And I can attest for the fact he does his own yard work too. I asked him one time about that, and he told me he was too cheap to hire anybody. So he was,
1: Gary, yeah, well he Gary was out there working
2: away, uh, working away at his front yard. I think he yeah, likes he, it. He would
1: never last in Hollywood if, if he's doing his own yard work. <laughs> like yeah. he, he wouldn't last here in Canebrake
2: if he's doing his own. That's, that's not allowed in Canebrake, Ezekiel. I mean, you can be evicted <laughs> no, for
0: that. Am I correct
2: about in that? It's our covenants. Yeah, it's in yeah, our as covenants. a covenant You have to have what uh, imported labor. Yeah, labels. I don't.
0: I don't know why. Kelly doesn't think that he can buy your lunch at Four Street Barn. He North lives Road. in
2: Canebrake, for God's sakes! I mean, come on, Sander, come on! I know, but
1: but that's the way, that's that's the way you get to live in Canebrake is you have other people buying your lunch.
2: <laughs> well, that would explain you then. Uh. That that would that would be the revelation of a real secret there for you, Sander. There ain't no doubt about that.
1: Yeah, you just take the money that somebody else bought your lunch that you were normally going to pay. You know, put it away right. in the bank, and
2: and then chuckle you know. at the small people as you ride through the gates. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Like I, Look, like I said the, right. the sign we painted welcome to Canebrake. we're just better than you, you know. So,
2: let's
0: anyway, let's bring some up, substance to this segment. Uh yes. We got a Mississippi native Kelly that's going to be refereeing in the Super Bowl pretty historic too.
4: Yeah, Sarah
1: Thomas uh, not, of not course she's she's been historic on so many fronts. Um you know, she was the the first female referee in the NFL and now she'll be the first one to actually be uh working a Super Bowl game shows up in the in the Jackson area, you know, and uh, there's another one that's just just as nice as, as she can be, and um, had a chance to actually be a master of ceremonies at an event where she was the keynote speaker and uh, It was just just really neat how down to earth she is, but you know I, I just find that more and more the case with people in Mississippi in general right you know it's really down to earth and good for her and what a what a representative not only of the gender uh, but of the state. You know to be able to represent our state in the biggest you know sporting event in the world
2: so when the goats play when the goats even play in the Super Bowl right Kelly I'm here Kelly have you gotten over that yet Have you had some counseling since last week about that since uh, since Brady made it back to the Super Bowl
1: Well I'm I'm learning that the counselor says Bob that that it's, I'm a victim of stinking thinking
2: uh-huh.
1: And that I need a checkup from the neck up, <laughs> and and that what doesn't make me bitter will make me better. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to learn all these power phrases and and not even think about that person that you call the goat.
2: The goat, yes, the goat. Who? Uh, how many? How many championships will this be for him, Luke? If he wins Sunday, seven, I
0: think. I think seven? he's won. I think he's won six. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so this uh, would be his seventh be seven. Super Bowl championship, Kelly. That's you know, there's, all, there's there's there's
1: more Mississippi ties to, to the Tampa Bay team <laughs> at Morgan Domain. Who's a, a Hattiesburg native? She's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer cheerleader, and I think she went to PCS High School in uh, in Hattiesburg. And um, we have tra- we tried to book her for the show this week, but they're tied up in rehearsals. You know, getting ready for the big game. But but she's uh, from Hattiesburg, one of the Tampa Bay Buck cheerleaders. So she'll yeah. be there as well. So a lot of Mississippi look things so. going on this. To, to
0: Kelly's point, Bob, Tom Brady had a five point two eight forty in the combine, and I don't think it has improved at, at all. So, right. you know, when we when Kelly and I think of goats, we think of the fifteen starting quarterbacks for the Washington football team in the last five years. Correct, right? Uh, I think those would be more like uh, uh,
2: jackasses, more so than a than a goat. I would think. Would you say, Kelly?
1: Well, now, I don't. I don't. I'm not donkeys. Like I'm make, sorry,
2: donkeys. Donkeys. I'm not
1: like some people that make fun of other people's teams. I, I I'm, I'm respectful of other people's teams. Right. I'm like some people who are disrespectful of mine. Well, you, you tried know?
2: to make fun of them this year when they played the Bengals, and it cost you, didn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't make fun of anybody when they play the Bengals.
2: You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, Kelly. It's going to be a great game, but I. You know, we hadn't really talked about it, but I tell you. If anybody can stop Kansas City, I think it may be Tampa. But boy, guys, the Kansas City offense almost looks unstoppable.
1: Yeah, and I just—I mean, I've got people who aren't necessarily even football fans, but have said the same thing. I just—you know—they don't have any skin in the game. But they say, even though Kansas City is the defending champion, you normally want a little bit of variety. They're just saying, I hope Kansas City wins because I'm just so sick of Tom Brady. No,
2: no, that's your—that's you, Kelly. That's not no, what no, other I, people I, are no, saying. I, well,
1: that's me too, but I mean, I've heard other people say that—that that they're just, you know, Kelly. Tired don't, of it.
2: don't hate greatness, Kelly. Come on, man, let go, let go. I don't hate Luke. Come outside of those ivory walls you live behind in Canebrake and join the rest of us, Kelly, where we respect greatness.
1: Yeah, well, they said that to Ben Laden, look where it got him. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back. Southern Miss to the
2: top.
0: Last segment on this Groundhog Day as you look forward to supposedly six more weeks of winter. Brought to you by D, Bat, and D1 Training in Hattiesburg, Mississippi the absolute to-go place for the best training for your sons and daughters in baseball and softball. That takes place at DBAT. And then right next door is D1 Training, a 70-yard indoor artificial turf running surface as well as state-of-the-art weighted equipment you can get in the best shape of your life, and it's all found at DBAT and D1 Training in Hattiesburg, from the First Bank Studios in uh, Laurel and Hattiesburg, Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Kelly Sander joining us as we close out the Eagle Hour um, today. Southern Miss volleyball back in action uh, today at five p.m. They're taking on Nichols, looking to improve uh, to a two-game winning streak after defeating Southwest or Southeastern Louisiana this past weekend. First serve is set for five. It's uh, Volleyball is closed to the general public, but you can free stream it on CUSA.tv. Uh, so uh, the ladies at home today. And then Southern Miss junior outside hitter DeCane Baratska is named the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Week in volleyball. Seven blocks, and and that was a pretty... Interesting match. It was a pretty heroic match for the Lady Eagles. They were down in a five-set match. They were down 0-2, and they came back and won three sets in a row and beat Southeastern Louisiana, and Maratska's seven blocks in that match matched her career high. So congratulations to DeCayne Maratska, the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Week. In Volleyball. All right, yesterday we were talking to Jack Duggan, and we were talking about two sport athletes at, at Southern Miss. And, and Bob, you know, it got brought up on the Southern Miss-Louisiana Tech games. Surely they were only, like you told me during the commercial break, surely they were only talking about people that had played basketball. Because yesterday, us, you know, trying to think of names, we totally overlooked uh, the real GOAT, Ray Guy himself. Right. If I tell you his baseball statistics... He struck out 266 players in 220 innings through 14 complete games in 31 total games. He was drafted three years in a row, 14th round in the 1969 amateur draft by the Reds, 1971 in the third round by the Astros, and by the Braves in the 17th round of the 1972 draft. He's the GOAT. I had a
2: guy tell me one time, I want to say it was Chuck Abadie, that said if Ray Guy... Had decided to play professional baseball, he would be in the professional baseball hall of fame, as opposed to the football hall of fame. You agree with that, Sander?
1: Yeah, and well, not only that, but I, I hear tell of, of one time he got he got mad at himself for one of the few poor performances that he had. He and he, he kicked his glove all the way across Fourth Street from home plate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, you know. I guess,
2: and and I I hear he is a ferocious golfer, just a tremendous golfer as well.
1: Oh, yeah, just just hits a, a country mile, as as we used to say. And, you know, when he played baseball at Southern Miss, the baseball field, you know, when Pete Taylor was coaching him, the baseball field is now where the practice football field is. Mm-hmm. And and home plate was kind of down in the corner by where, uh, where Van Hall used to be. So when you hit a home run over the left field wall, you were hitting it out into what is now 4th Street. Mm-hmm. Or over to buy a physical plant, mm-hmm. and um, and they and they said sometimes that that he would, you know, there were those big tall pine trees that are still there were there, and that Ray guy would you know hit him out there. Um,
2: yeah, great like
1: athlete. Said, yeah, if he didn't hit it out there, like I said, he'd kick it out there. So, right, right, um, right. And and no, and and, and here's a guy you know with all this the uh, the things that kids do now. We talked about the D one and and all the, the training that that kids get involved in now. Ray Guy was just really a country guy from Georgia who just – I don't even think he knew how good he was.
2: Right. We had Ray on the show early on when we first went on the air. We've kind of lost contact with how to reach him. Ray Guy, if you're listening, contact us. We would uh, love to bring you on and do a whole hour with you easily. Easily, is this fair to say, guys, easily the greatest overall athlete to play at Southern Miss? Yeah,
4: I I would say so.
1: And, you know, when – Obviously, he made a great living in the NFL and is in the Hall of Fame as a punter. But, you know, Gerald Wilson.
2: Really good. Southern
1: miss, and, and he was a great Thumb punter.
2: He so, was yeah, a great for the, Yeah, for the
1: Kansas City Chiefs for a long time. And I think sometimes uh, he, Gerald Wilson gets forgotten because of, of, of how great Ray Guy was. And if I'm not mistaken, there were probably times they punted against each other in the old AFC West.
2: Probably so, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Had he, had he punted at any other school, he would be considered the greatest punter for ever at that school. Wilson, I'm referring to. Had he yeah. punted at Mississippi State or Ole Miss, he'd have been the greatest punter that they ever had. But he just happened yeah. to play at the same school where a guy played at.
1: And I remember that, that Gerald Wilson, when he when he did punt, he had a shoe that was specially designed to wear the, um, the laces and stuff were on the side of the shoe. So that, you know, you would lace it up on the side so that the front, the contact point with where the football was, there were no shoelaces. It was just pure, you know, leather. So it would be leather to leather and that the laces wouldn't put the ball off target in any way, shape, or form. And Gerald Wilson kind of developed that design, hmm. which I think is still used a lot today.
2: Great story. Two great, great players, of course, that uh, both wore Hey, Bob. a lot ago. Yes, sir.
0: Your daily reminder that Southern Miss leads the all time NFL Hall of Fame players in the state of Mississippi currently over Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Southern Miss up two to nothing. There
2: we go. And we always like reporting the good news and the accurate news uh, in a world where there's very little very accurate news anymore. Right, Kelly? Believe us. Believe us, that's for sure. (laughs) Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. To the